0: And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's wild and wonderful. What's going to happen? We have no idea. Let's sit back and enjoy the ride. Can I get a Wowser Bowser Wednesday? Because God is in charge of this crazy bus called the Christian Journey. First, I love it when a plan comes together. That was the famous line from Colonel John Hannibal Smith from the A-Team. The biggest problem is that too many plans for the Christians have their basis in the flesh. Personal ambition, self-glory. And they can often be contrary to God. Next, James says to the Christians, Now listen, you who say today or tomorrow will go into this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business, and make money. Verse 14, why you don't even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? It is a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you are boasting in your arrogant schemes. All such boasting is evil. And finally, we examine two essential guarantees from God that will help us understand that sometimes the best offense is to lay it at the cross and wait for God to tell us when to pick it back up if he tells us at all. Of all the images that God communicates to us regarding himself, the one that is least acknowledged is the one where he's the gardener. But the reasonings are essential. If only God can give the growth, and only God can be the gardener. Even in the dirt, God makes stuff grow. People as well as plants. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events, personal revelations, spiritual observations, my life's insanities, and oy. Wait, wait, wait. That was not good. Hold on. My life's insanities and life, eh? That's better. <laughs> so much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? You can email us during the show, david at he org. That's david at he org. You can text us live during the show, 214 210 8483. That's 214 210 Or you can call us during the show, 972-445-0770. So for the calling number, 972-445-0770. Now, when you call, I'm just telling you right now, when you call, when you make that call, you will end up talking to... Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, cause you are talking to kid a dynamite. dynamite. Let me tell you what it's like to talk to Dynamite D. Talking to Dynamite D is like shaking the hands of a friend that is forever refreshing and encouraging. Sounds pretty good. That's not too shabby. You owe me a dollar. Anyway that's what that's that's easy because it was such a compliment. Only surprise that cheap <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling good today, I'm feeling generous. Here's the bottom line. The bottom line is if you've got a praise report, if you've got a prayer request, if you've got something going on, and it's important to you that you just you just need people to join with you in prayer. It's a great opportunity to do that. You call us up, you text us, you send an email, we'll pray for you. If you don't feel comfortable doing that live on the air, you can do it through the website. We'll get to that a little later on. But you can always do the same stuff through the website. We can do it for you in private. We're, we're there for you. We want to be a blessing for you. That's our desire. If you are thinking, you know, I've got a praise report. We had a wonderful, wonderful praise report earlier uh, in the show from Deborah. Just fantastic. It's just a blessing to hear how God is doing great things among people. And when you hear it, you understand something. God loves us. He's taking care of us. He's covering us. He cares about you deeply. We do this other weird thing, by the way. We do Bible trivia. Let's see if you guys can figure this one out. This is a Bible trivia question. Which New Testament person also considered infamous, not just infamous, but infamous, said shortly before his death, I have sinned. For I have betrayed innocent blood. Who said that? If you think you know, you can call us at 972-445-0770. You can also text us at 214-210-8483. Or you can send an email david at hemustincrease.org. So we do have somebody that is calling in. We are going to take a second. I'm going to pray for my friend Rob, and I want you guys to join your faith with mine. As we pray for him, I got a text from him. And Rob and Cindy uh, have—the uh, Lord—it's so bizarre. The Lord really, really blesses them. I just I just want you to know. And so Rob was praying, and they felt like there was this thing that they're, like, supposed to get ready to move. Okay? So then, Rob has his journal, and he looks up this journal. (laughs) Looks up his journal, and it goes back to he goes back about five years out of nowhere to March fourth, and he goes back to March fourth, and it's this thing where him and I were uh, texting back and forth, and I told him you're supposed to move, (laughs) and he was like, "I'm thinking the Lord is confirming," (laughs) and so they're what they're praying for is just to have just clarity of wisdom in this next step that they're going to take. So I just want to pray for them. There might. Dear, dear friends, and I just need you to join your faith with mine, and let's pray and uh, and ask the Lord for help. Father, we come before you right now, and we lift up Robin and Cindy, to you. We love Robin, and Cindy; they're fantastic people, great, great uh, brother, a brother, great sister. I mean, he's like a, an actual brother to me, Lord. And I just thank you that you've brought them into my life and into the lives of the radio listeners. Their faith is fantastic. And we just ask you that you would guide them. They're seeking guidance. not They're not seeking signs. They're not seeking anything but to be pleasing before you. And so make it absolutely clear where they should put the key in the door. Make it absolutely clear where they should take the step into this home that they're trying to get, which home it should be, and that they might be in the location that you desire them to be to do and be about the work that you've called them to do. We ask you to bless them and guide them and comfort them until they arrive. Let them be full of confidence that you're walking with them. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okay, we do have somebody that is ready to answer our trivia question, so let's send them on through. Knock, knock, this is David. Who am I talking to? This is Gary. How are you today? I'm doing well, Gary. How are you feeling today? Well, I'm okay. Okay, well, we want to pray for you, if that's all right, if you don't mind. I'm praying for people. I'm in a praying mood, man. After hearing Deborah's uh, testimony, it's like, pray, let's pray, let's pray. Okay. (laughs) I'm ready for that. But let's do the trivia first, obviously. Here we go. Which New Testament person, and we'll use that word in two ways, infamous and infamous which New Testament person shortly before his death said, I have sinned, for I have betrayed innocent blood. I believe that was Judas. That is correct, Armando, sir! That is Judas Iscariot who said that, and he knew it, and uh, even though he sought repentance, people are like, well, he might have got in. It's like, you know, maybe you should read what Jesus said about the son of perdition. Doesn't seem like it comes off very well. But I just want to say, excellent job, and I want to pray for you. I know you're going through it, and but I, I just think God's graciousness and his healing power is there for us, and we just want to ask him to pour it out on you, Okay. Okay. Let's pray. Father, we come before you right now. I lift up our dear brother Gary, and we ask you in the name of Jesus that he too could have a fantastic testimony to share. And Lord, it's not that he's just going to turn around and start running marathons. What we're asking you for is that he would have the vitality of life, strength surging through him, and that he would know he's being touched by you and given strength by you and being blessed by you, and that you would bring healing to him, in his body, in his heart, in his entire system, through the power of the Holy Spirit. It's not our power, Lord. It's yours. Just pour it upon him, and from within him, let it rise. We just ask you for grace in his life. We love this brother. May I ask you to bless him in Jesus' name. Amen. amen amen. thank you and i've been praying for all of you and i'll continue to pray for you thank you brother appreciate that very very much who knows i might start running marathons i've run them before (laughs) yeah there you go i used to i used to run them too those days are over but i mean (laughs) (laughs) that'd be great to hear that i would love to hear you say i'm going to run a marathon that would be the greatest (laughs) thing i've heard nothing's impossible with god that's right nothing is impossible that is right amen brother well, God bless you. Take God care. God bless Gary. all of you. Take care. Bye bye. Lord, I hope I, I pray the Lord I'd love to hear that from Gary. I'm running a marathon. That would be very lovely. Would that I, be didn't great? Know you, I didn't know you ran marathons. Yeah, well. Wow. I did I ran fifty miles when I turned fifty. Oh wow. Yeah. Nice. Many days ago, many moons ago. <laughs> you know, you know what my son would say, don't you? He'd say, Yeah, what have you done lately? <laughs> <laughs> that's the love we get <laughs> okay all right great job on the, by gary by the way on the trivia excellent job for those who are just joining us now always good to have you like joining and Cordelia, you have to hear the first segment of today's show and hear what deborah had to say it is amazing right i mean it is amazing that's uh, i'm just gonna say that it's amazing all right uh, I will give you a quick update, and then and then we'll exit, and then we'll come into the teaching because I there's no way I can pull the teaching off as, as fast as I want to. So Noel and I had uh, she ended up having to work Saturday, which was not part of the plan, of course. And then uh, Sunday we went to church, and then we did a little traveling around. Uh And the first place that we went to, it was uh, evident to both of us that the Lord was like going, no, not there. <laughs> So,, uh, we figured out we're we're not going. <laughs> so that's always a good thing, right?, uh, so that part was good. But I will say we we just enjoyed each other so much. It's not even that we did anything because really, we didn't do anything. Okay, I mean, you can't, we didn't, for us, it's just hanging out together. And fact I was going to go to the gym today, and Noelle's like, just come home, and so we can just spend more time together. And, uh, uh, you know, she's really been fried out, so this has really, really, really been good for her. And I really just miss hanging out with her. Uh, and we would ask you to pray for us because we need direction and wisdom too. We have no problem. Going in any direction whatsoever. We did have something happen that caught us off guard this weekend, and uh, we are working through it. But Levi had a real bad couple of episodes, and so we're going to take him to the doctor on Friday. But bad episodes, and I can just tell you right now, as I've told you in the past, if something happens with Levi. <laughs> Gonna be gonna be some big problems here because there's, there's only like 400 pictures of Levi just to give you an idea. It's like oye, oye, oye. so anyway. He had a little bit of a struggle, so just be in prayer for Noelle. She's pretty upset about that. Uh, what we'll do is we'll break, come back, then we'll get into this teaching called "I'm Hoping in Weakness." Uh, should be good. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Most of my life- Since the dawn of the internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cal Punch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com dad. That's cowpunchsites.com dad. That's me. Oh, Did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's cowpunchsites, $57 a month, and that's no bull There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. A couple things I think we'll open up with. I've decided to open up with a story that I wasn't going to open up with because it's such an outrageous story. But it's not an outrageously super bad story. It's an outrageously super dumb story. There's a big difference. Bad is when I tell you, which I'll be telling you probably in the next segment... How the federal government is creating a database to track down uh, hate speech as they define it. We'll That's talk bad. About, we'll talk about that a little bit. This is dumb, but it's funny, dumb, dumb, ha funny, but not entirely. Get this. Now, I'm holding a picture in my hand. You can't see it. But there are four monkeys in this picture that I'm holding. And the headline reads this. Millions in taxpayer money used to study drunken monkeys. No, no, really, drunken monkeys. And you're thinking, no, you're making that up. Nope, federal government reportedly has spent $3.2 million so far... In order to get monkeys drunk, in order to study the effect of alcohol on the monkeys, <laughs> I don't know. See, I don't know where you're even going to go. Where are you going to go with this? I'm there's, going nowhere. Dave. There's no. I got nothing to there's say. There's no comment that anybody can make. <laughs> the David Spoon Experience. Oh, welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at K-A-A-M-770, the truth station here in Texas. That's K-A-A-M-770, the truth station here in Texas. Getting ready for an extra trivia question. A little tougher, a little tougher, but you guys should know this. A little tougher. In which book of the Bible does the account of Samson's death appear? Not a trick question. In which book of the Bible does the account of Samson's death appear? That, that's the question. Okay? All right. Uh, if you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. as well. You can send an email, David at he must increase You know, think about. You know, Gary is right. It's like you know what? Maybe he will run a marathon. I hope he does. I, now I'm gonna pray I, for that. I hope that he does. I think it's the greatest thing yeah. ever, right? Yep. I'm gonna pray that I can run a marathon. <laughs> That's the next thing I'm going to pray. First, I'm praying for him. Then I'm going to pray for me. Uh, For the very same thing. We do have somebody who's uh, ready to answer their trivia question. So let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, this is Samson. Hi, Samson. How are you? Good. It's good to hear your voice, brother. Yeah, same here. All right, here we go. I think you're going to get this. I feel strong in my heart. You'll (laughs) figure this out. In which book of the Bible does the account of Samson, was, does, does his death appear? Which book of the Bible is his death recorded in? In the land book of fly. <laughs> in the land of the fly. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I believe it's in Chronicle. Okay, back it up. Oh, okay, Kings. Back it up. Think, uh, Samuel. Think, okay, think about this. If you have an attorney, who do you stand before? Oh, judges! That's it, right there, brother! Oh gosh, why I was thinking chronicles. Oh, okay, it's judges. Yeah, judges. That's where says judges. So he's the the most unique judge ever. It's yes. Like, like, we're going to use this guy to judge Israel. Really? This guy? Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine about a qualifying panel at a church? Can you imagine? Uh, this guy's the guy for the, the job. What's he like? Well. <laughs> I'll rip you off. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is going to be a long meeting. That's all I can yeah. think of. <laughs> cool. How are you, bro? Good, good. Hey, on the other day I was listening, uh, and you said, oh, you're not. Doctor yet you just got the in you're know, waiting for the R. So is is that correct? No, no, Uh that, no, so there might have been a replay. Uh, okay. See, we we have these replays. You see these things. Okay. They, this, okay. So when the when, uh, yeah, the, when so. the replays come in. So on Monday and Tuesday, I took time to spend with my wife because she had her first two days off. By the way, we did find out yesterday. I should say this that in her district, out of twenty five stores, her store was number one. Okay, number one in sales. Okay, now, yep. Now you know what she's gonna get. You know what she's gonna get for that? She already got it. It was an email saying, "Good job." Good. That's like wow. Yeah. That's not very cool. Anyway, no, so that was not yeah, that was just a re we were doing replays for Monday yeah, and Tuesday. I think. So, he's yeah. already deliberately reformed, so yeah. he'll okay now. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I as a doctor, I got I got the I got the debits to prove it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Good. Well, I'm glad that Doctor oh, Spoon. Thank you, brother. Love you in the Lord. You know that, right? I love praying you in the Lord as well. Praying okay, for God you bless. all the time. I'm praying for all our audience. Thank you, bro. Yeah, and for you too. Thanks, brother. I need it. Oh, okay. Blessings. Bye bye. Bye. All right. Great job by Samson. All right. So here we go. Uh, I want to get into this teaching. We'll go just a couple extra minutes. You just—you'll understand why there's not a lot of complexity. Again, if you are just joining us, you must hear the first segment of this. A uh, show where uh, uh, Deborah gives just a phenomenal testimony. She does a wonderful job. And um, i just so blessed to, to hear it. So you'll hear it. Uh, if you replay it on the podcast, the podcast usually get up uh, like within an hour, right? And then the description doesn't get up until like another hour. So initially, if you see it and it just says spoon, that's why. Okay, because I got to take the description. I wouldn't make D do that. That doesn't seem fair. All right, uh, let me get into this real quickly. Genesis chapter 11, verse 1 through 4. Not even complex. Ready? All right. Now, the whole world had one language and a common speech. As people moved eastward, they found a plain in Shinar, could be Shinar, but Shinar, and settled there. They said to each other, hey, come, let's make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They used brick instead of stone and tar for mortar. And they said, come, let us build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches to the heavens so that we may, may make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we will be scattered over the face of the whole earth. So as you guys know, and nothing new here, this is the story of the Tower of Babel, right? what is the key component in this story about Babel? And you would think, well, you know, we do understand that from a unity point of view, being united gave them the ability to accomplish, this is one of the things the Lord says, uh, gives them this ability to accomplish whatever is set before him. That's cool. That's 100% correct. That is a part of a, a segment of the major teaching. But that is not the only part. The big part, is in verse 4 when they says, let's build a city for ourselves. With the tower that reaches the heavens, people are going to go, oh, that's it. No. So that we may make a name for ourselves. That's it. And you're thinking, wait, wait, what do you mean? This is an excellent picture, true picture, of people trying to do in order to self-glorify. They're trying to establish reputation and fame. This is why fame is a very dangerous place to be for most people. They're looking to make a name for themselves so that people can know of them. They're looking to make a name for themselves so people can recognize something about them and that they can speak of them in the ah oh, terms. Oh, what about that guy? Ah. Oh, what about that gal? Ah. Oh. And the problem with that is it is, especially as Christians as we know, it is 100% self-serving. There are great teachings about good Christian legacies, okay? But they are all required to point to the Lord and not to people. They are all required to glorify the name of God and not the people. And whenever Christians get involved and try to establish their own legacy to perpetuate their own name, they are wrong. I'm not sure every one of them is the same level of sin as these guys, but they're wrong for sure. I know this personally. You're thinking, well, how would you know about this personally? I will explain to you how I know this personally. You can tell me if you could understand why I would know this personally. My brother and I are the first two Christians in our entire Jewish family since the beginning of the family. We know we have some roots that go back you know, to to 1200, 1300 AD. I'm sure it goes further back than that and so on and so forth. We're the first people that we know of in our entire family. If you take it all the way back to the 12 tribes, we'd be the first people in thousands of years to say that Jesus Christ is Lord. Who doesn't want to leave a legacy? Right? That could be good. It can be uh, good in the sense that I want people to know that. But... If I want to leave a legacy because I want people to know me versus Jesus, there's a problem. When I want people to know me, I'm so glad that my son has acknowledged Jesus Christ as Lord. And my daughter has acknowledged Jesus Christ as Lord. I got one son, not so much. Right? So I'm two for three. Out of those, I have grandchildren doing that. Fantastic. I don't want them to point to me because I am a mess. Do you want to know how much of a mess I am? I'm a total mess. Don't even start with me. I know my sin better than any of you, and God knows my sin better than I know my sin. And I'm just sitting there going, well, you you are a very patient, kind, merciful, and forgetful God because (laughs) I got a lot of stuff in me. Right? I don't need people pointing that direction. I'm a mess. I go up and down. I'm a yo-yo. I told Noah the other day I think my name should be Duncan because I'm a yo-yo. I go up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. Right? You like that too. But what I do want to leave is this arrow that points to Jesus. Because when I'm done, it doesn't matter. Jesus will still be on the throne. Now, I'm hoping that when I'm done, he's done, and we're all done, and it's done. But that might not happen. But I I can't do it for me. And you know what these guys were doing here in, in, in this in this moment at the land of Babel? They were trying to make a name for themselves. Why? How many people do you want there to be just like you? I don't want anybody to be like me. It's, nobody. <laughs> Wait, how many? Zero. How many? Zero. But I want them to know Jesus because He's the only one that redeemed and brought true value into my life. Prior to that, I was I was a pretty decent drug dealer. <laughs> that's that's my claim to fame. Not. Of ourselves, right? That's what we're talking about. We'll take our break and then we'll come back. You're listening to the David Spoon experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. When confronted by the unimaginable, look at how some of the Bible heroes responded. Abraham's wife, Sarah, laughed. When the Lord promised her a son in old age, why did Sarah laugh? Is anything too hard for the Lord? the Lord answered. That's Genesis 18:13. Zechariah, priest in the temple, asked, "How can I be sure of this to Gabriel?" "I am Gabriel the angel answered. I stand in the presence of God and have been sent to speak to you and tell you this good news." Luke, this is out of Luke 1.19. In other words, God was saying, God can do this. Mary exclaimed, how are you going to do this? When Gabriel brought her that great news of her son that she would bear, the angel assured her, nothing, with God, nothing will be impossible. Luke 1.37, the disciples questioned Jesus, and he answered them, with men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Matthew 19, 26. The Lord reminded the prophet Jeremiah, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is anything too hard for me? Jeremiah 32, 27. If God be for us, who can be against us? Romans eight thirty one. Praise to him who is able. Listen, this is Ephesians three twenty. Praise to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Finally, when life just seems impossible, we can memorize and believe and agree with the Apostle Paul's conclusion of all his personal struggles. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, which is in Philippians 4.13. Darkness comes. This is from John Piper, this, this next statement. Darkness comes. In the middle of it, the future looks blank. But with God, nothing is impossible. He has more ropes and ladders and tunnels out of pits that you can ever conceive of. So wait and pray without ceasing and hope. I think that this kind of thought process, it's not name it and claim it. It's just believing that God is the God that can do anything is applicable for his kids to operate in when their situation seems impossible that we deal in the truth of the possible that god brings oh welcome back to the david spoon experience Thank you for joining us here at kwm seven seventy, the Truth Station here in Texas. That's Amen. seven seventy, the Truth Station here in Texas. Getting ready for our next trivia question. Uh, I'm warning you. I'm warning you. You guys should know this. Is that a nice way to say that? You should know this. In Second Samuel, what was the name of Bathsheba's husband whose death? In battle, King David arranged. You don't think of this often where it's King David. It's just like King David had this guy assassinated. Sorry, right, that's what happened. Well, he loved the Lord. He sure did. And boy, is that a mess up, right? Yeah. Right. Was he forgiven? Yes. Did he still pay a price? I don't know. Have you ever heard of Absalon? Anyhow, (laughs) it's like just like, like, okay, got it. Uh, If you think you know the answer, nine, seven, two, four, four, five, zero, seven, seven, zero. You can also text two one four, two one zero, eight, four, eight, three as well. Send an email. David at org. We're going to send you up to the website, as we often do here at this particular point. Let's see. I know I have a sheet of paper around here somewhere telling me something. Oh, yeah. Don't forget there's praise reports on there, plus the ambassador information's on there. If you want to get some free brochures, you never have to use them, but you could have them. That'd be good. And then also on the website, it's a place to give, and money is, uh, let me say it this way. When we are not live, we pay the price. <laughs> we pay the price by people going. So if you have an opportunity to give, that'd be great. Check out hemustincrease.org. he must increase.org. Prayer request? He Praise report? He must increase.org. Looking to give to this ministry? He must increase.org. Confused by what's happening right now. He must increase.org. He must increase.org. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go with it's a bounce back show from not being on the air live from the last uh, couple days. I, we can go with that. I think that's you know it's just we need to we need to extend that one. We need to add more to it. We need different sounds in there. I think is what we need to get. So I, I'm not commissioning you, but asking you live on the air. Let's get more sound, weird sounds in there. They can be anything <laughs> you want. Okay. You have full freedom so they can be anything you want they can be half sentences they can be half words i don't care all right uh in second samuel what was the name of bethsheba's husband whose death in battle king david arranged in other words what was bethsheba's husband's name uh this is the guy that david uh got drunk got him drunk And uh, tried to kind of do all these weirdy things uh, and eventually had him assassinated. What was that guy's name? If you think you know, 972-445-0770 is the number to call. 214-210-8483 is the number to text. And David at email. He must uh, org is the email. Did you say Gmail or email? I said email. 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 It works. (laughs) All right, let's do our history while we're here uh, because that's always good to do as well. Let's do history. Let's go let fake in the past. Let's go let fake in the past. You know why I love you guys? Eric is like, could you get in trouble for admitting you were a drug dealer? Yeah. No, because there is uh, a a statute of limitations. (laughs) At this point, you're looking at 40 years, so I think that's a lot of time. But hey, if they want to come after me, pff, listen, if they want to come after me, they can find something. <laughs> and it probably would be that. Yeah, it would You know what? It wouldn't even matter if it was real or not. They could do it. I mean, all right, let me do the history, and then we'll get the person who's going to answer the trivia question. For history today, it's Be Humble Day. That's That's always great. Yeah. I mean, if you think about how smart that is, it's like we're talking about that. It's like, yeah, stop trying to do this stuff like where you're like, that's uh, huge, right? Uh, It's also play more cards day. Do you play cards, Dave? (laughs) I do, but not a lot. Okay. I used to play cards a lot more back in the day. Uh, But, yeah, not as much, you know. I still like 52 pickup because I think it's hilarious. You know what 52 pickup is? You take the cards, you throw them all on the ground, you go pick them up. That's interesting. 50, that's fifty-two. No, I still like playing war. And if you guys ever played extended war, it's a, you war with a car I like that. And then uh, National Cook a Sweet Potato Day. So Yum. there you go. There you. That's good. There. Uh, Eighteen fifty-six on this day, the Republican Party held its first national meeting. Eighteen seventy-eight on this day, Woolworth opened its first Woolworth store. Many people do not. Remember Woolworth having diners in them. I do. Uh, in, even in Phoenix, Arizona, they had one that had a diner. That was pretty good. And then the biggest one, uh, I, you just can't beat this. 1980, the Miracle on Ice occurs when the United States defeated Russia in hockey. It was like the, of all the sports upsets, everything you could ever come up with. That, if you've never seen Miracle on Ice, you should see it. It's great. I mean, it is a great, I mean, the guy had, everybody had problems, but wow. Wow! 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 All right. So somebody's ready to answer a trivia question. Let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Brother Don. Hi, Brother Don. How are you? I'm doing good, brother. Good. All right. You got to turn your radio down just a little. I can get a little. getting a little echo. Uh, or, or it could be just your phone thingy going on. It uh, may be my phone. Yeah. That's all right. All right. Ready? I have yes, confidence sir. in you. Ready? Second Samuel, what was the name of Bathsheba's husband whose death in <laughs> battle King David arranged? Uriah. That is correct, Amundu! <laughs> Uriah the Hittite, that poor guy, no, he didn't have a chance. <laughs> David like gets him drunk and does this, and why don't you sleep with your wife? And he's just like, I'm gonna have him assassinated. That's that's how bad it gets. You get into sin, then you do the next sin to cover that sin, and the next sin to cover that sin. And it's like, what a mess! <laughs> what a mess! Oh, that guy. I feel so bad for that guy. Don't you? I've listened to you all day today. I couldn't get my phone call in fast. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get you gotta get us on speed dial <laughs> you have a great day brother all right god bless you bro Bye, Bye-bye. bye bye <laughs> you guys gotta put us on speed dial all right here we go let's uh get to this we did history we did that all right, let's get to this next section. Now, I'm going to show you why, and I'm, and I'm trying to say this in the nicest way because it, it applies to me, but it also applies to you. 1 Corinthians 1, 26 through 29. Brothers and sisters, think of what you were when you were called. Not many, not that it's none, but not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential not many were of noble birth but god chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise god chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong god chose the lowly things of this world and the despised things and the things that are, that are not to nullify the things that are so that no one may boast before him so let let's fully understand what God is declaring just so we can be on the exact same page, right? God took the cross, the instrument of death, and turned it into hope for people who believe. God took the cross... And it's amazing when you read, when Paul, you read Paul in Galatians chapter 6, he says, I don't glory in anything but the cross of Jesus Christ. And so, you know, you've got the uh, Jehovah's Witnesses that are like, oh, the cross is really bad, da-da-da-da-da. It's just like that is the only thing that Paul will boast about. Galatians chapter 6. And you just have to think about how God is making his statement, his testimony. Of all the things in life, look at yourself. Of all the things that you could recognize, you can see within yourself. I might not be the worst, but by golly, I ain't the best. And you know that God chose the weak things the lowly things, the despised things. God chose those that were not necessarily brilliant by human standards and not powerful, influential, fame-oriented, fame-self-satisfying people, Not many in this noble realm who are just so, they're so fantastic because they're of royalty that they want everybody just to leave them alone. Yes, that's a hint joke. Let's see if people can figure that out. Here's the bottom line. God did all of that so that nobody could boast before him. Hey, you know what God owes you and me? Nothing. Nothing. You know what God tells us we're entitled to? Nothing. You know how even in our uh, founding documents that, that we say that we're entitled to certain things? Wrong. Only God tells you and gives you what you can have. And if he decides not to, too bad. And that's the end of it. And it's like there is no other discussion. That's it. Because nobody, nobody will boast glory. Nobody will will stand before God and say, you owe me. Nobody will stand before God and say, I'm good enough. I'm righteous enough. I'm worth it enough. I should have more people like me. Nobody will ever do that before God because all of our righteousness is as filthy rags before the eyes of God. That's how our righteousness comes off. Because God is perfect. And there's not a being, there's not a person, there's not an entity, there's not a spiritual being. There is nobody that can boast. The last dude that boasted has been cast to the earth and stuck here for quite some time. So powerful he has to do the bidding of the master of the universe, no matter what it is. No wonder he's a deceiver, right? All right. Nobody boasts before the Lord. You know how many you you want? None. You know what you want? Jesus. He is the only star in heaven. Get it? Okay, we'll take our break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Like any person searching for answers, I, too, have wondered about him. He has a weird sense of humor. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? No, I don't think so. Those big ears really don't help. Will people enjoy his perspective on culture, politics, food, sports, and local and national news? I don't know. He's just a client. Tune in to the David Spoon Experience on KAM. The David Spoon Experience. And that hope that is offered to us is something that's supposed to greatly encourage us. Uh, Jesus brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Through the gospel that Jesus died on the cross, he was buried, and three days later he rose again. And by faith in the testimony of God, you can live forever. That hope is offered to us. If that hope is offered to you and you have not yet accepted, acknowledged, and surrendered to it, I ask you to do so right this second. I don't even care if you do a fancy prayer. Just say, God, save me in Jesus' name. You will be saved. If you believe that Jesus Christ died on that cross, was buried three days later, He rose again, and you surrender your heart to Jesus Christ, turning from where you were and turning to him, you will find life right now. You might be out there thinking, there's no way it can be that easy. Wrong. But you have to receive it. You have to surrender to it. You have to acknowledge God's testimony and say yes to Jesus Christ. Doesn't matter what the world says. Doesn't matter what your friends say. Doesn't matter what any other family member says. It only ma- ma- matters for your decision before God in regards to his testimony relating to Jesus Christ and your sins. And that's the hope that is offered to us. And we can be greatly encouraged by that. And that hope is an anchor to our soul. That anchor makes it so that even if the winds are heavy and the waves are intense, we don't get tossed and lost, that there is some stability, that there is some some strength and you can't be like these people that have no hope they have they're, they're. oh all there is is this life and there's nothing else that's why they're trying to sin their brains out cuz they don't think there's anything else left but they're going to die and face god and he's going to ask regarding his his account that he's given in relationship to Jesus Christ and they're going to have to answer and if they have rejected then they will be as they have placed themselves as people with no hope but if you're a person that has not made that decision to say yes to Jesus Christ, make that decision right now. And if you can't shout sight, you'll have to face a penalty and as with every Oh, penalty. welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at K-A-A-M-770, the truth station here in Texas. That's Amen 770 the truth station here in Texas. I'm really thinking about doing something we have actually seriously never done before, and that is I'm thinking of doing the second part to this message. Listen, listen to that. Tomorrow. I mean, I, there's this whole other section that I, I would normally have to forfeit or give up, and I don't want to. <laughs> How's, that? How's that? Is that a great way to say it? It's like, I, there's this whole other part. It's like, I want to give this uh, rest of this a. Nah. I, it's just so good. Some of this, it's so much better than me. I just want to just do it so badly. It's just like, look, I already got my couple of weeks in advance stuff prep I'm just thinking, I got to do part two on this. I think you said it the best you can, Dave. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, All right, let's do this. Let's do our trivia question. What do we got, a trivia question? We got a trivia question. All right, here we go. All right, you guys should get this. According to the book of Acts, specifically Acts chapter 12, by the way, which disciple, brother of John, was put to death with the sword by King Herod? You guys should know that one. I'll give you a chance to think that through. 972-445-0770-214-210-8483. And uh, David at hemustincrease.org is the email. I do want to say that just for those that are uh, trying to uh, figure it out, uh, that, uh, let's see, Joanne and Al have had – Two pow-pows. There's been a couple of ties, so I'm not really counting them. Jeff Dixon has weighed in through email, and so, uh, he, you know, that's a good way to do it. I'm telling you right now, this is, I'm, I'm getting the emails. And uh, everybody else is just like right within seconds of each other, okay? So not, not overly complex on this one. I understand that. According to the book of Acts, which is specifically Acts chapter 12, which disciple, brother of John, was put to death with the sword by King Herod, Again, if you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email to david at hemaincrease.org. Okay? Org. Uh, What I want to tell you? Uh, I say, so tomorrow I'm probably going to do part two on this. And the reason that I'm going to do it is not not what you think at all. I I, I want to say what? This is the most important stuff that we do. We do a lot of important stuff, but when we get to this place where we're acknowledging Jesus Christ as the center, we're starting to catch on. (laughs) That's what I'm trying to say. And it's just like, I know, and I know we all got problems and all this stuff, but I, I say the same thing to myself that I say to you, that I say to everybody. It's like, a hundred years from now, every one of your problems that you have will not exist. You won't be conscious of them anyway. You'll be with the Lord. So nothing is more important than that, that is a, a thousand years from now. It'll be the same. You'll be with the Lord. Ten thousand years from now, you'll be with the Lord. A million years from now, you'll be with the Lord. For some of us, that's not, it's not a hundred years. It's not even 50 years. For some of us, it's 20 years. It's like, okay. So let's keep the priorities straight. So in doing the things that we're doing, what we're saying is simply this. When we try to make a name for ourselves, we're doing a disservice to the kingdom of God. That's what we're doing. We're doing an injustice, so to speak. We're just doing it wrong. And when we recognize that there's nobody that will boast, nobody, nobody will boast before God. Not What's amazing about this is I, I want to say no human, which, which is true, okay, but— as you look at 1 Corinthians 1, 26-29, you see that he talks about human standards, and then he talks about other things, and it's like he's identified, there's nothing, there's nobody, not human standards, not non-human standards, nobody is going to boast before God. So when these people make a decision in Genesis 11, this is the Tower of Babel, we're still in the same place, right? And what's their big thing? They're all speaking the same language, they're all saying the same thing, they're all kind of united, oh, we're going to get this done, it's great, God says hey, nothing they've intended will be impossible because they're united. It would be great if the church would figure that out. But, you know, it's there's these people trying to build this thing, get this going, make a name for themselves. What does God do? Right Before you, you say, let's look and look at Genesis 11, 7, 3. Look at, come, let us go down and confuse their language. See, so they will not understand each other. Now, before you go anywhere else, keep in mind that when the Holy Spirit got poured out, all the people from different languages were all hearing the same glorification of God. So with this moment, uh, apart from God, there's this confusion entrance point. But in the Holy Spirit, there is this uniting point, as we see in Acts chapter 2, verse 4. It's fascinating when when you compare those. But look what the Lord says. Come, let us go down and confuse the language so they will not understand each other, so the Lord scattered them from over there all over the earth, and they stopped building the city. Basically, God said enough. That's how you end a a portion in a comic book. You don't even say enough. You just say enough. And what's the deal? What's really going on here? Super easy. Ready? Our plans need to agree with God's plans, or No. (laughs) Let me explain it to you. No, if God allows something and it's not the right thing, He's going to use it in judgment. He's going to use it in some. In fact, Psalm one twenty seven says, "Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain that take it on." In other words, I'm going to I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. It's like no, you're not. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna nope 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 nope. I'm going to say this multiple times, but I want to say it right. Our plans need to agree with God's plans, not the other way around. God doesn't need to agree with our plans. We need to agree with God's plans. Ephesians 1.11, In him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will. The Lord's not getting everything he wants. Yes, he is. Well, then sin entered the world, and so on and so forth. God is doing exactly what God knew He would be doing. Nothing. It's just this idea that catches him by surprise. Just human arrogance. This is about God and what He wants, and it's not about us and what we want. We get the best. What a benefit to live forever in a city whose streets are gold just because we are smart enough to say, yes, Lord. Wow. (laughs) Boy, you put it like that, kind of like just puts you in your place, right? Like, yeah, okay. Hey, by the way, that next breath, where did it come from? Oh, God gave it to us. The trivia question, according to the book of Acts, which disciple, brother of John, was put to death with the sword by King Herod, the answer to that question is James. Peter, James and John. James and John. James was the brother, all right? All right. I do I understand you guys have to put up with me. I get it. But in my heart and in my spirit, I feel the necessity to go to a part two on this. I want you to understand that every breath we have Take is a gift from God, and no one will ever boast before Him. Got it? All right. We'll be done here, and then we'll pick it up tomorrow. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, Truth Station here in Texas, taking a 22 and a half hour break. Then we'll come back. More insanity with Spinanity. Talk to you then.